I'm not recording this. I could hear you pee. Fantastic. I had a lot of pee in me, too. Yeah, I can tell because I could hear you. And you were sucking now. You that were... was me drinking from my iced tea bottle. Yeah, I can tell because you can you could suck because I could hear you sucking. Or something like that. The entire universe can hear me sucking every time I publish something. <laughs> Ouch. That, that is self-harming. That is self-harming at an emotional level. You know what? One of the things I cannot fucking stand. Are we recording now? Uh, yeah, but wait a second. I'm going to uh, drink something. I am going to um, uh, say, but shut up. What's up? And, and then we can start. Okay. Hello friends and welcome back. Welcome back to the GMS Magazine podcast, The RPG Room, a podcast in which we talk about RPGs because that's what the name of the podcast is all about. And I have said this so slowly so my co-host can remember the name of the podcast for the next time. I am Paco Garcia. Uh, I'm Jim Pinto and I, I really won't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care enough. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And as much as it's worth, which is not a lot. <laughs> I just, I think the title of a podcast, there's so many bad titles for podcasts and GMS, it doesn't, unless you know what it stands for, it doesn't translate to the audience. No, I don't. But I to don't, a new listener. I know, but I don't care about that. If they don't know what GMS stands for, they can either imagine it or they can tell me about it or they can ask me. I don't care. That's fine. I can't stand how people name um, game conventions either. Because you just go to your local game convention. Nobody really gives a shit what it's called. And so everybody just gives it a, a dumb pun. It's some play on the word con, you know, confusion or corn on the con, that kind of nonsense. Or, or cacon. What the hell is that? Yeah, I. so I think people should just name their convention local game convention, you know, town whatever town you're in and that would make it a lot easier yes by the way uh, you realize that i have started to record this thing and still don't know what we're going to be talking about yeah yeah we have so many things that we could talk about today but you kind of opened a can of worms with your post on facebook yes i i have so. i have um because, well and, but i'm gonna blame you because you um are the one who introduced me to the x card yeah. Which I actually yeah. like. I like a lot. We've been using the X card here for about four years, and I had never heard of it, but it really is just social contracts 101 for people. So we should probably talk about what it is before yes. I start yes. giving my editorial what I think of it. Um, essentially, the X card, the easiest way to describe the X card is you, you um, especially when you're playing with fr with strangers, you, you say, I want to X that out or I want to... Uh, veil that or I want to retcon that or I want to remove that from play something that makes you feel essentially uncomfortable um, and we have seen for years up here it used I don't want to say properly because it used effectively mm -hmm. when people actually treat it with respect uh, it has the potential to be abused and I think that's the conversation you were getting into with that guy he has never used it, but he still has an opinion about it, um, which I, re I it's one of those things where you probably should shut the fuck up if you've never used it. 
because until you see it in action, you don't really know how it works. Um, but we use it all the time. Well, at least we introduce it all the time. And in four years, it's maybe come up five times. And it's always with, you know, something you would never expect somebody to be uncomfortable with. And I think that is the magic of the X card. You know, that it's, it's not something that attempts to prevent something from happening is is something that attempts to stop something from escalating because at the end of the day you know you, you you never know what to expect from the players or from the gm or from other people for that matter right. so to, to have well, that yeah it's that, specifically used in story games i've hmm. never seen it used in a game with a game master that's interesting well that it, it, it can't work um, in a in a game with uh, with a game master because even the game master can screw up you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. I, I think the um, the document there will be a link to the document in in the show notes. The document specifically says a few examples, three in fact, and one of them is something as silly as somebody used the X card when when somebody introduced uh, funny elves in a realistic horror game. You know, it, it doesn't have to be used for something that is completely uh, traumatic or right. uh, life-changing. It, it, it's been used, about half the time it's been used is just to control tone, to yeah. be honest. When somebody wants, because you're dealing with modern games now, you're dealing with with players having a lot more agency and the ability to introduce or interject ideas that may not fit perfectly with what's going on. Xing something out that's just dumb just flat out dumb is a really good use of the card. Now, when I made protocol in Praxis, I introduced drama points so that you have that agency to get rid of something stupid anyway, mm-hmm. if you want to. But if you're playing with the X card, you don't have to waste your drama points to get rid of that kind of stuff. Exactly. What I have found is we just don't need it when, when it's the four main players at my Tuesday game because we're all pretty mature and we've been gaming with each other for so long we understand each other's boundaries um and expectations exactly and i i think that's something that people need to understand um the, the, the boundaries is is a word that not everybody uses around the table and yeah. that is when things can become uh difficult for an awful lot of people and, and it is part of the social contract that it's Admittedly, it is quite hard to manage. You know, where, where are the boundaries? How do you push them? And most importantly, how do you find them? And what do you do with them? Um, once... we, we've talked about this before. And I think we talked about this in our mental health yep. episode. You have a lot of people that come to the hobby and they expect to be able to behave any way they want to. And they haven't learned the social mores yet. Uh, and I talked about this when I talked about Fiasco, right? Fiasco has taught people that it's okay to fuck up games. Mm-hmm. And in actuality, that is an anomaly in the social in the story games movement of, of how you run a game. And so you have to have things like the X card because people just don't understand social contracts. Absolutely. The, the thing, you know, that um, has surprised me um, about talking about the the the, the x con the x card in in spain uh and listeners to give you a bit of um context uh to what jim was saying earlier there was a, a post uh, i i i also run my blog in spanish and i published a quick video just explaining how the x card is meant to work 
and, uh, and why it's a good idea to use it, and it's never a bad idea to have it on, on the table. And um, although the overwhelming majority of people received the video very well, you know, there have been very few uh, bad comments. But the, the thing that um, sparked my little rant in Facebook is that there was somebody who decided to um, basically berate the X card and the video and the article I wrote about it. And uh, three comments down the line, he admitted that he's neither re read the the X card document, uh, watched the video, or read the article. For the matter, he, he just stayed with the title. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! You know, we, which it, it was a bit. Okay, dude, you're just presupposing things. Just read, yeah. read, watch the video for goodness' sake. It's ten bloody minutes. 10 minutes. Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't have, because, you know, you don't mention any other uh, methods to, to keep safety around the table. Uh, no, actually, there are other methods, and they are mentioned both in the video and in the documents. Read it. So it was a bit um, an annoying in a funny kind of way, because he, he, was, um, he, he was just basically making a fool of himself right. uh, together with another three people, one of them who says the safe spaces are bullshit, um, which right. I thought, right, I don't, I'm not even going to talk to you because you're, you're an asshole. <laughs> if you think right. that safe spaces are bullshit, you're a fucking wanker. So stay away from me. And um, somebody else who th literally thinks that it's um, the fun that he can have around the table is worth more than the discomfort that some people can feel because if they feel discomfort, that they can stand up and go. I get so sick of that that attitude if, if you feel discomfort i have no social grace so therefore if you are feeling just uncomfortable because of my lack of social grace you can get up and leave it's it's supposed to be a shared space every game table every game table around the fucking world is a shared space and i don't necessarily think it needs to be a safe space but it needs to be comfortable hmm. right it's okay to push a little bit of boundaries here and there and explore something but if your game, if half the table is female and you start talking about your dick, that's not okay anywhere. Exactly. Regardless of whether or not you're playing a game. Exactly. And so that's why the X card exists because these fuckers exist with their lame concepts of what is okay. Well, you know, if you're gaming at my house and you had a problem with me talking about guns, you could just get the fuck out. Okay, well, guess what? A lot of people aren't going to be coming to your house. Well, asshole, because you have such a jaded point of view as to what is okay and what isn't okay. And and you know what? If he wants to do it in his home, then that's absolutely fine. Just do it in your home and stay there and never come out, please. Ne never come out. Just stay there. That's absolutely okay. But when yeah. you demand to be able to do it in a convention or at a game club or somewhere that is not your space... I'm sorry, but no, you, you don't, you don't, I mean, you have the freedom to do whatever you like and talk about whatever you want, but then you're also, we also have the freedom to say that you're an asshole and actually you're not a very good person because if you care more about, you know, a couple of hours of, of fun and games more than the trauma that you may be eliciting in some people because of whatever reason, well, fuck you, motherfucker. What kind of asshole are you? Yeah. I, I think... If you haven't used the X card, if you haven't read the document, uh, you should definitely include a link 
hear Paco with yeah. the with the post. But I think if you haven't used it and you have it, you should probably use it first before you have an opinion about it. I think it is very easy to look at it and go, oh, this is more SJW bullshit and blah blah blah. People are soft. And that's not what the card is no. there for. Some people may just not like spiders and they don't want spiders coming up in a game that they were having fun with up until that moment. Right? You may you may have named your character Emma and somebody at the table just broke up with an Emma and they really don't want to have to deal with that right now. That's not Molly coddling. That's not people being overly emotional. That's just people having their weird little idiosyncrasies. And it's not that difficult to respect it and say, oh, okay, I'll change my character's name. Oh, okay, it's not spiders, it's rats. Exactly. How How difficult is that to adhere to? And so... The idea that it could be the, – the fear that it could be exploited and it could cover all of these emotional wet blankets that could exist at the game table, sure, I guess that is a legitimate fear. But it's also a straw man argument, right? Because until you've used it, until you've played with people, you have no idea how infrequently it actually gets used. And when it does get used, it's over inconsequential bullshit. Exactly. And most importantly for me as well is that until you don't start to use it, you don't really get to understand what sort of things people have put up with for right. for the duration of their lives until that moment. You know, maybe some people have put up with an awful lot of bloody descriptions when that makes them sick. Some people may have dealt with having to hear um, descriptions of rape when, you know, maybe they are survivors. Oh, I'm really good. glad you brought that up, actually. Um, Wendy Reichel, I'm going to give her a shout-out, because Wendy has become my new favorite person on the internet. Um, Wendy is one of these women that has put up with all the men around her since she began gaming, and she loves gaming so much, she stuck it out. And she's had five different characters, I think it's five. She posted on my wall about it a while ago. I took the post down. Um, five different characters over the course of her time in gaming have been raped and she has continued gaming even after this has happened over and over and over again and somebody got on my wall and I won't name names because I'm not going to share their opinion for them but they were giving her a rash of shit about oh, this of how God. you could how could you possibly put up with this what kind of game table are you playing at I would have called people out and then turning the white knight syndrome into attacking Wendy for not defending herself in these contexts of these situations and had the the x card existed back then for wendy when she was gaming that she would have never had to deal with this no you're not raping my character x card we're done let's move on but the fact that a gm allowed it to happen that's that's another conversation for another time but yeah who the fuck should have to put up with that kind of robbing a character of any kind of agency exactly it's it's a bit it, it's lame. It's it, just lame. Yes. I, I, and I, I want to get back to that, right? Mm -hmm. I, I say this so much on, on the podcast, Paco. We, we as consumers of games and purveyors of the internet, we always want to say have this outrage about how sexist something is or racist something is. Let's just call shit lame. Let's all clump it into this big giant pile of lame and stop having lame shit in our games because we love gaming and we want to put good stuff in it. Let's get rid of the lame shit, and let's just put that in the big pile of lame. Okay, I'll tell you the issue I have with that. Okay, sure. 
I have no problem if people want to have that kind of shooting games. I really have no problems whatsoever if people want to have a, an RPG that's all about, um, I don't know, um, the, the most horrific thing on the planet. I don't care. I don't care sure. if, they, if they want to have a, a game about women that only need to cover their nipples in order to have their full body protected against dragons. It doesn't bother me at all. What bothers me is that people try to defend that as is nothing wrong with it because I like it. No, no, we, we need to call it for what they are. You know, you like, right. you like sexy shit? Go for it. Play it. Enjoy it, you know, like like a right. pig in mud. You want racist shit? Go for it, you know. Go for it and, and enjoy it, but don't call it quality. Don't call it good, right. and don't tell me that I have to like it and I, that I cannot criticize it just because you like it. So if we just right. call it lame, um, it's I think it's diminishing the importance and understanding that people have to have that. No, what you're doing is not lame. Is racist just like calling uh, an, a black person the n-word uh, you know it is racist it, it it falls within a particular category of discrimination uh, and i think no, that I, needs I, to I be agree, labeled but we're kind of agreeing here it's just if it, it's just a matter of labels i, I yes. think we often get to a point where we're just outraged about something stupid instead of allowing it to just be stupid and say you know what that's like that's a part of the gaming community that's just stupid. Let them have their stupid. We're not going to... Let's stop addressing it. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, And now we're getting off target. No, no, but, but. I, it, I think it is to do... Um, I, I think we're not getting too much off target because, and I, and I will explain why. If you don't call out on that crap, say that you have somebody who is not all that keen on using the X card because you may be calling out on that crap. You know, you, you may he may be bringing out, and I'm going to say he because how very much many women would do this, he may bring an armor that will leave uh, women's breasts, you know, open open air, you know, because they don't need protecting. And if somebody calls us on X card on that one, that person is not going to understand why unless somebody has explained to them, listen, mate, it is sexist bullshit. It is, is as well as being lame, it's lame because it is sexist. And this is why. If you don't explain that it is sexist and you say it is lame, I say, well, no, you are lame. Well, the value of the X card is that you just point at the card, you say, no, we don't want that, and you move on. Because you don't really want to have that conversation at the table. No, you but nobody want to stop everybody's fun to have another lecture. Absolutely, this, but uh, if yeah, I, that's that's one thing about the X card that needs to be explored as well. It's okay that you don't have to um, question, but you do need to understand what needs to be left out. Sure. So unless you say to that person, "No, I'm sorry, I don't want armors like that," that person is not really going to know exactly what's going <coughs> on. So you, you may not have to give an explanation as to why, because I think they are fucking lame. But at the very least, they, he needs to understand that armors like that are, are rubbish. But the person who doesn't want to understand that it is sexist is going to insist on having those armors and ignore the person that has brought the X card because they don't understand and realize it is sexist. And if we just call it lame, well, you, you know what? I think elves are lame. <laughs> sure. Sure. So, um, but they're not always sexist. So, right, but if you don't want elves in your game, the, the, the problem is, is we're... 
we have this qualitative nature or this quantitative nature. I'm confusing them now. We have this qualitative nature of addressing different kinds of outrage or different kinds of discomfort, right? I can't stand gnomes. I think gnomes are the stupidest fucking thing in the history of fantasy role-playing games. When I hear the word gnome, I think of those little shitty garden gnomes, and I don't want to see those in my fantasy <laughs> games. And if somebody wants to run a world that has those, I will just leave and not play in that campaign. That's how strongly I feel about gnomes. Does that mean that because it's not, doesn't fall in the category of something that is a social advocate might be concerned about it? It's not important. No. Do I not have the right to say... Yeah. That's stupid, and I'm going to leave. Yes, absolutely. But there is a difference between something that only affects your game and something that has a repercussion outside the game. You know, it just doesn't matter. You're not going to see gnomes pretty much anywhere else other than a game, but you may be able to see sexism. And, and there is an echo. Um, okay. I, actually, I, I would say that... That's a really good argument. You know, the, the, the sexism that we see around the table um, with, with, you know, with female armor... I think that is an echo of a bigger sexist sound that's that's being created outside the table. And that resistance to not have those armors yeah. are just the echo of, of a bigger problem. I, I think I part of me is just shocked that we're still having a conversation about chainmail bikinis in twenty seventeen. Right? Uh, and that you know this what? is still going on in the hobby. I a part of me is just shocked and I cannot wrap my head around it. And you know what? Um, this is an experiment that I have conducted this week, uh, also in, in Spain, just to see what would happen. I found, somebody showed me in Facebook, an image, which I will try to put as well in the show notes. Um, I don't know if it was some sort of um, fashion show or what was it, but in a nutshell, it is um, a piece of armor made of metal, but it's just some strips of metals around the person, around this guy. Um, very well-formed, uh, rather hunky... <laughs> I know what story you're telling. Okay, go on. ...human being with yeah. a massive, massive bunch of feathers on, on his head and a gigantic cock piece. Right. I mean, something uh, truly that, that you say, wow, yeah, I, I do want you in my bed, mate, come here. Amazing. So I posted that photograph... In the same group that defended an image of a cat woman type of creature showing her ass and her tits at the same time. Uh -huh. So something anatomically impossible. And I put that photo in there and I said, I wonder what uh, it would be like if RPGs had men in this type of armor. Right. My God, the outrage from the people who were defending the right of having a sexist picture of a cat woman was absolutely insane. Why? Because there was a cock piece. I mean, that, that was, to me, that was a bit... Seriously, you are a complete and utter... Moral. It's inconsistent. It's Completely. just it's the same kind of inconsistency. I think we talked about this level of inconsistency a lot on the show. Um, Completely. And but we're getting to the point where we've talked about so much. We've built this sort of GMS magazine philosophy, good. right? This this pyramid of ideas, and a lot of times we 
we come across the same kind of stupidity again and again when we're talking about this stuff. Yeah, but what I'm trying to, uh, I think the point I was trying to make in here is that when you present detractors of um, equality with real equality, you know, here it is, you want to see this shit in women. Now, how about saying that shit in men? They're not prepared to accept it. That there is no balance whatsoever in them. Sure. So as, as an experiment, is a very good way to point out how their behavior is fallacious uh, as well as hypocritical. Uh, it's, it's, right. not, it's not that they truly want, oh, I just want to say whatever I want. Is that when you show something that um, affects their little egos, um, oh, wow, things, things really... Well, I think we can agree that you're much more of a social advocate than I am. Yeah. And you tend to find these arguments more often than I do because I just shy away from that. Oh, I, I'm shit. loving There's, them. I'm, I don't know if you've noticed, I haven't posted in the past two weeks on yes. Facebook. Yes, I have. I'm, I'm divorcing myself from social media. Oh, I've had I'm, it with stupid people. No. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm getting, miss you. My patience is wearing thin on the shit that I have to read. I have to swim through to interact with my friends on the internet it's just tiresome so i think i think the reason you encounter some of this stuff is simply because you have more patience for it and you can swim through it further and then you get to the deeper levels of shit i can't even what let's talk about it let's talk about the elephant in the room that savage worlds comment that you and i made Mm -hmm. right this is the this was the catalyst for me these shitheads these strap hangers on uh, Google Plus, calling us out like immature little girls, immature little boys. I don't doesn't have to be girls. I don't know well, why I said that. People. Immature little children talking about how why don't you run a game of Savage Worlds and prove to us that we're wrong? I don't even know what the fuck that means. All I said in the context of that conversation we were having is the worst GMs I have seen play a particular game. The worst GMs in the world have to play a particular game. That does not mean that all the people that play that game are bad GMs. But the fact that I have to backtrack and explain that level of fallacious bullshit on the internet to these kind of strap hangers just wears me down. And the fact that that we're now at a, at a point, we're, at a, we're kind of at a tipping point with gaming and the internet, right? And the extremes are taking over and people with any modicum of intellect are just stepping out of these conversations because it's exhausting. And the beauty of something like the X card is I don't have to fucking explain it. You just brought up Klingons. We're not playing Star Trek. We're not involved with Star Trek. Klingons don't exist in this game. Shut the fuck up. I'm pressing the X card. I don't want to have a debate with you about Klingons. I don't want to have a debate with you about how stupid most of the droids are in Star Wars. I don't want to have a debate with you about how that doesn't belong in the game that we're playing right now. And so the X card allows people to continue to focus on the positive of the games that we like. And we probably need one for the entire internet so that we can start getting along better because I am really just exhausted with what has happened to this hobby with these kinds of debates about what is okay and isn't okay. Um, it's you know, not my it's not my job to do the job of raising you that your parents should have done, right? True, very true. Oh, but the thing is, um, regardless of how the parents may have raised them, this, this is going to sound absolutely appalling. I don't care, but not everybody is as intelligent as everybody else. You know, no, I, I get that. You know, I so get that. There are always going to be stupid people. Now, the way I look at it, 
in in the case of the um the savage world uh, community i just thought right you, you guys have jumped at the gate um because we have seemingly seemingly somebody has told you that we have attacked something that you absolutely loved and you have felt you know attacked so you have retaliated without even considering that what you were hearing is nothing like you know what was actually meant Uh, and, right. and you have decided to interpret it in a way. So I am prepared to give people like that the benefit of the doubt and, you know, and, you know, get into a conversation with them and trying to figure out, you know, well, no, this is not the case. You, you are mistaken in this one. Okay, so you, you are right on this one or whatever. And that's absolutely okay. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Right. I do, I do find, found, because um, I had to fight this front um, in, in two fronts. Um, both in the um, Savage World community, in Google Plus in English, in English and in Spanish. So I had twice the work. Right. And believe me, in, in Spanish it took me only two comments to explain to people, hey, dudes, you know, get over this. Um, this is what was meant. You want to believe something else? By all means, but, you know, peace off. And, and everybody was fine with that. But then the second comment, it took me a little bit longer because um, I felt their egos were a little bit more fragile. And yeah. which oh I, God, yeah. I know if, if, I, if they hear me saying that, they're going to hate me forever. I don't care. Um, but I found it quite interesting and funny uh, that how somebody said, oh, no, this is one of the most the, one of the friendliest, uh, you know, the Savage World community is one of the friendliest on the Internet. When five comments above, they had called us um, pseudo intellectualists uh, douchebags. Is that, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. We got called nobodies. Yeah, we that, got called uh, pseudo intellectual douchebags. Yeah, I don't remember all of the attacks, but every comment from somebody was an attack on you or me. Yeah, there were a number. When yeah. we didn't attack anybody, we no. just gave an opinion about the thing that we played. I've played the game five times at conventions, and it's been a miserable experience every single time. And if people listen to the podcast, they know from the worst game you've ever played episode that the worst session I ever played was a Savage Worlds game. Hmm. Yeah, and every that. time I go to a convention, it's more of the same, right? My buddy Brendan plays it, actually, and he ran a fantastic game of Savage Worlds once. Um, but we never used the rules, so you can't really say it was a great session of Savage Worlds. It was just a great session with my buddy Brendan. Um, but to take time out, I even took time out. I wrote a lengthy response I wrote a polite response to what I thought was an absolute bullshit complaint. And then to get nothing back after you've been attacked, why why am I going to waste my energy ever again on that community if they feel their feelings are hurt again? Well, you see, that's that, that's where you and I differ now. Because, okay, in that community, I'm not going to spend any longer because it's not my community. I don't play Savage World. I don't mind being in right. there. But it doesn't, you know, I don't, I don't care much. It doesn't bother me. At all, but when it's about um, Facebook and social media, uh, I do restrict the people that I have around me, as in my friends or my acquaintances, into people that are within the hobby, and I get along with. We may not always agree, of course, but we get along, uh, and it's fine, and we can disagree. That's one thing. Right. But when I go to a group of people, you know, like uh, I am in this. Um, a uh, Spanish group called The All Role Players Never uh, Die. And I keep saying to this group that it should be called The, the All Role Players Never Grow Up. Um, <laughs> to me, the way I represent this is um, it's like going into a, a village. 
Now, I don't know if in the US this is the same, but in Spain, when you go into a village, there are certain roles. One of the roles that you can expect to find in every single village is the village idiot. Well, we have the term village idiot here, but I've okay. never realized that it was a real thing. Well, in, in, in Spain, it's, it's one thing that it, it is considered traditional. The way I look at it is that when you go to any of these groups, it's like going into one of the villages. And when you say anything, and they respond in that way, it's like finding the village idiot. You found the village idiot. That's it. And now you can either indulge their idiocy, or you can have a good time by bantering with them. Right. If I have time, I just banter with them, and I, and I have a great time, uh, because they just, you know, they, they prove time and time again that they're actually idiots. So I have a good time. I, <laughs> it's, it's another hobby. It's just another way of enjoying myself, uh, which I know is petty, uh, and it doesn't say much about my personality, but I don't have anything else to do at the moment. So, so there you go. And that's how I cope with it. <coughs> I think for I, my patience is worn thin, right? I've been in this hobby for a long time. I've attended a lot of trade shows. Um, I've run over easily over 250 games at game conventions right not including demos and the amount of people i've interacted with is through the roof and the amount of people that i would consider friends or long-standing acquaintances because of meeting them at conventions is got to be less than one percent the the amount of energy that i've lost and time that i've lost dealing with people asking questions that i've just explained or complaining about things that have nothing to do with what I'm talking about, the amount of context that gets lost, the amount of tangents that get brought up, the amount of times I've had to listen to somebody's story about their fucking character for a game I don't even care about. I mean, it just, it's exhausting. And so I appreciate that you have the capacity or maybe I just, I lack the DNA, but I, I've never... I, I may have been better at it when I was younger. I, I'm the older I get, the less patience I have for it. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe when I'm older, I will not have the patience. But right right now, <laughs> we're the same age. Well, I know, but maybe when I'm older. I mean, when I'm fifty or sixty, I don't know, something like that. And you're older than me. Um, when when I'm older, maybe I will not want to do it anymore. But for now, seriously, it's it's like teasing the the, the village idiot. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's it's really really good fun. I'm loving yeah. it. Believe it or not, as assholic as I am, I really hate online confrontation and conflict. I have no problem with going to my neighbor's house and saying, please turn down the music. That is not a problem for me at all. Confrontation on a face-to-face -face level, not a problem because you know they understand what you're saying. But people look for every opportunity they can to twist what you are saying when you're talking online. And I don't, I don't understand what that's about. And I get tired of it. And I hate those kind of fights. Well, for now, I'm, I find them um, kind of entertaining. And, and you know, I'm, uh, somebody said something to me the other day that I found like a compliment and you're going to think it's not a compliment. And they, right. they invented a term which I need to tweet about. They said, um, when I made a comment about a sexist image, I've, uh, I have done a Sarkeesian. Based a Sarkeesian? On, yeah, based on Anita Sarkeesian. Oh, Sarkeesian. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've made one of them. They they and, and they ex proceeded to explain in great detail that to do a Sarkeesian is to see a detail that you find offensive and nobody else has um, noticed 
and make a point about it so everybody else knows how you feel. I thought, All right. How, how, I exactly that. Is that, how exactly is that a bad thing? So I have um, the capability to see. I don't see, know. Well, I, I think that's the same thing as all the faux outrage that happens sometimes. No, 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 no. I, no. I think. But well, no, no, wait a second. Wait a second. This, this, is, this is how I look at it. I have the ability to see something that you cannot yeah. and I, to actually right. have I, the I guts. I can't argue with you now. And I have the guts to bring it out to say people, hey, but I don't like this. And you think that that is a bad thing? You think that Anita Sarkeesian seeing things that you don't and having the guts to come out and tell them, despite all the hate that she gets, you think that that is a bad thing? You weakling fucking really moron. So, you know me, when yes. I see horrible graphics, yes. when I see shitty fonts, when mm -hmm. I see people using things incorrectly, I say something about it. Yeah. And so, again, we're back to... Because your opinion has social advocacy merit to it and mine doesn't, they don't necessarily get measured the same way. So I wouldn't have seen the corollary until you said it that way. But I do the same thing when I think it's bad design or I think it's lazy design or I think it's shitty writing. But I don't do it when I, I'm able to – and I hate the phrase unpack, but I don't know a better word here. When I'm able to unpack somebody's – baggage because they're not expressing themselves well and i realize that they don't mean harm that they just don't know how to communicate well and i think that's what a lot of this to use the term now sarkeesian moments are is that other people just either aren't affected by it or they're not seeing the context in the same way exactly and the thing is that once they are exposed to that context the problem is that a lot of people refuse to accept it and that is, is, is when the issue comes out. That, yeah. That's why we need yeah. XCARD. You know that? That's why we need lines and veils. That's why we need social contracts before we start playing the game. Um, because we cannot be aware of every single context, every single possibility. And we do need a, a means to make people understand that uh, tolerance has a limit and we should respect that limit. You, you do realize that while you and I never talk about politics on the show, and we never will, no. the, the social schism going on in the United States is based entirely on what you just said. Yes. Right? It's based on the fact that people are well aware of what the, the issues are and what the problems are going on between the social classes. And they're uncomfortable with the idea that their, their worldview is now being questioned because it's too much work. The reason these people don't want to hear from you and they call – they use a, a pejorative to describe what it is that you're doing, it, you're now in, interjecting work into their hobby and they don't want to have to change to adapt to a more – I don't know. I don't want to say enlightened but certainly a, a more empathic way of, uh, way of thinking. Is it empathic or empathetic? I've always screwed those up. Well, either. I don't care. As long as it conveys the meaning, that's fine. Yeah. So um, I, I, I just think people don't like having their, their, their values questioned or changed, right? Which is fine. I can understand the resistance. I can understand, you know, if, if, if you've been, I don't know, a, a patriarch all your life, you know, and, and, and I mean right. this in, in the real sense, you know, yeah. if, you, if you've been a patriarch all your life, I can understand you feeling uncomfortable 
if somebody comes to you and says, well, you, this is wrong, this is not the right way of, of, of running a family, this is not the right kind of family unit that the world needs, I can understand that. Now, I think the problem is that um, there is very little flexibility in that um, that person is not going to say, I am going to change now because I've done this all my life. But that person is going to say, I don't want to change now. I don't want my children to change either. I want to perpetuate this because this is what I like. And the other person very often is not prepared to say, right, you continue the way you are, but let your kids do whatever you want. Let's educate them until they can have a choice into the patriarchy or a matriarchy or a filiarchy or whatever it is you're going to call it. And that is the problem, that there is, an, that there is the, this uh, expectation of an immediate change. That if I say to somebody, this image is sexist, and the person says no, that I am going to keep going, hammering, 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 until they agree with me. And it's not the case. I, I just put it out. By all means, if you're going to argue with me, I will argue because I find this fun, but not because I'm thinking I'm going to change your mind right away. But if you keep hearing it uh, once and again and again and then another image, you may be able eventually you know, to, to understand and see when something is sexist or, or when it isn't. We are veering now onto our cultural appropriation uh, topic that we talked about already. And I think people that used to enjoy how fun the show was <laughs> before that are probably balking now at how we've once again... Well turn the podcast into advocacy i know but we are very advocational if that's such a word exists <laughs> yeah, yeah no i i uh, i appreciate where you're coming from paco i really do and and you know every time you teach me something new i own up to it and i go oh yeah i really see your point on that um and that's the difference between uh, us and the people that we are talking about we don't have a problem right. to actually raise our hands and say oh, okay that that's good I'm re I'm a really I'm I believe it or not I'm a really big fan of people getting along and and putting their bullshit aside and I hate creating these divisions between different kinds of gamers I I realize they exist there's nothing I can do about it they're going to exist I just feel icky with it because I don't want to be that guy that says I'm a better person or a better gamer than you because I don't mistreat people well but I do. I, I just I, want people to stop mistreating people, right? Well, what I, I want is for everybody to just stop mistreating people. Absolutely. I don't want to continue to beat the hammer that says that person's that's different than me because they can't come to the table without bringing up their bullshit. Well, um, but I, I don't mind. I, I want everybody. And, and the reason why I'm such a social advocate within the game is because I do want everyone to get along. I want the game to be um, right. a, a, a safe, you know, comfortable space. For right. everyone, I'm gonna. You know, I think you you changed the word earlier from um, from from safe to, to comfortable, and I'm gonna go with that because it, the, the space should never be fully safe because then you cannot experiment, you cannot risk. Right, right, but, exactly. But let's make it at least let's let's try to make it comfortable. You know, let's try to make that risk manageable. Um, but I want the people who do not enable that to happen to understand that they are not enabling that to happen. And if the, the, the hobby doesn't have more people, you know, if we don't have more geeks into role-playing games, it's because of them. It's not because right. games are not cool. It's not because games are difficult to grasp or because, they, or because there is not enough offer out there. 
is because them is because those people make the hobby inaccessible. Well, I I don't encounter it anymore, right? I, when I go to game stores, it's all casual gamers. When I when I go out to any kind of convention anymore, everybody's playing Ticket to Ride. Everybody's playing um, Dominion. Everybody's playing all of the the comfortable, safe, easy games. And so I do not see these extremes anymore. I do with and that may be the difference with our environments but seattle claims to be the mecca of gaming and it really isn't um the mecca of gaming up here and so the people that i'm encountering are aren't the types of people that we're talking about and maybe i've just become so good at avoiding them i don't know it i I reckon that's the case um i I reckon that's the case jim that that you don't see because you are actually good at you know you know, dodging them out uh, because th- those Perhaps. those experiences are, are there. I mean, I know because I read about them constantly online, uh, and I know I know they exist. Yeah. So it's, it's I think it's just a matter of just just um, you know naturally gifted, uh, get, uh, avoiding assholes. Which um, yeah, and I'm not arguing that it doesn't exist, right? I I'm I'm not going to be that guy that says, well, your evidence is anecdotal. Mm. It's not like that oh, anymore. God. I know that it exists. I just don't see it anymore, and I. I don't have to deal with this kind of debate and until those I didn't even know those guys had tagged me in that article that we were talking about that Savage Worlds thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even until you told me. I oh. they tagged me 2 weeks prior. I didn't even know. So this is all my fault. Group. This is all my fault. It's it's all your fault. <laughs> um so I don't know how I'm supposed to make anybody feel better about that kind of stuff. I don't I don't yeah. know what I don't know what our everybody's. I don't know what my responsibility is there. I don't think you have any responsibility there. I think I think the responsibility is theirs. You know, they yeah. are the ones who took offense. They are the ones who have to own their offense. This is something that people don't understand. This is why I don't. I, I say constantly, if you get offended by anything we say in the podcast, well then screw you. I don't yeah. care if I offend you. I care if I hurt you. It's, right. There's a massive, massive difference. So if they get offended because you say that your worst experiences have been with Savage World GMs at conventions, right. and they want to extrapolate that, you know, with some sort of ridiculous confirmation bias into, oh, so therefore all uh, Savage World GMs are the worst in the world. Right. Well, then fuck them, for goodness sake. That's just a I, bare, bare minimum I of critical thinking. I want to point thinking. out a detail here that's very important. I don't play GURPS. I don't play Shadowrun. I don't play Pathfinder. I don't play D&D 4. I'm sure that those games have shittier GMs. I just don't encounter them. Right? Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine a game that I would have less fun at than, than GURPS, to be honest. I can't. And the, the, the bevy, the, the, the myriad of bad GMs that must exist in that, in that game now. Because, I mean, they don't even make it anymore, do they? I think they, they do. But I think you have not enjoyed GURPS because you have never played Naked GURPS. Yeah, that's clearly <laughs> that's clearly the missing ingredient <laughs> is the nudity. Exactly, you sexist asshole. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we've been going on for a long time. Shall we call it a day or a night? Because you haven't slept. Let's, can we say something nice before yes. we hang up? Because we're both kind of grumpy this morning. Yes, okay. Let's say something nice. Oh, I don't have anything. I thought you might. No. 
Shall we go now? <laughs> that, that would have been a great place to have an awkward ending right there. Well, isn't this awkward enough? With, but you kept talking. So, uh, actually, I, I okay, I have something nice to say. Oh, okay. I actually do have something nice to say. <laughs> I, um, what, do you want to hear it? Or are we yeah, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. the recording back there. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't stop. Because <laughs> that was just getting silly how long we're dragging this out. People are tuning out. No, no, they're not. They're still there. Are they? Yeah, trust me. I, I can't trust you, not after this podcast. Okay, come so on. So I Maybe. actually got to game last Tuesday night. I didn't get to game all of uh, November and December because of, one, the weather, two, the work, and everything else, um, family holidays. And so I got to go to the game on Tuesday, and there was a new guy there, but it was the core four of us, and we played one of my Praxis games. And I had the best time that I've had gaming in I don't know how long. It was fantastic. We had a great session. That did? I, I just wanted to say something nice. We yeah. had a great time playing. Okay. I sat down with my friends. I got to game. I thought it was a good time was had by all. Oh, good. Can we go now? Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry I said anything. No, no, wait, listeners, we, we're not going to go yet. We're not going to go yet because, um, you know, <laughs> sorry, this is, <laughs> this is getting out of hand, our bad endings. It is, anyway, it um, is. I, I've gone onto Facebook, um, you know, when, when I closed this, uh, the, the sound uh, thing, and I went, well, it was the group where I was um, posting this X card thing that people were complaining about. And here is the story that somebody has decided to share. This fellow uh, says, it's a man, says, in a game of AD&D, I um, designed a gypsy camp that was going through a town. He uses the word gypsy, right? Not yes. Romani? No, 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 gypsy. Okay. Uh, which, which is fine in, in, in Spanish context, because, you know, that's, that's our name. I, I am part gypsy, so that's, I'm, I don't have a problem with that. Are we, can we have an episode where you don't bring that up? No. Uh, right. He continues. Like all good gypsies, they stole the bag with the money to a, to a paladin. And I have to remark that she was a woman, a female paladin. The girl who was playing the character, she decided, she, she went on a fit, in a hissy fit, and decided to pursue every gypsy and, um, you know, vanquish them all, kill them all. It's termination. She went into the camp and killed women and children just the same. The whole table knew that I, the GM, am a gypsy, but she didn't. So I let her do her own thing, thinking how she would feel when she found out. Somebody talked to her during an interval and she crumbled. We stopped the game for that day and then she apologized to me and asked if I, if I wanted her to leave the table. I was laughing, thinking, if I have been able to give you a moral lesson without having to do anything, am I going to punish you any further? We continue playing as if nothing had ever happened. Should I have used one of those X cards? It was my fault for using gypsies instead of orcs of those that doesn't matter if you kill or not. I, I, think, I think it is a fantastic story. Right up until the last second, when he finally, when he decides that orcs are lesser than humans, right? Well, I think is is a good story because he, now he fails to learn the lesson exactly that is that he himself wanted to teach the woman. 
Exactly. Also, he doesn't understand the point that he has the tolerance levels to deal with that kind of behavior. Right. Somebody else might not. That right. is and the point. The X card is there for people that need it. If he's the game master, he could have shut that down as without the X card. Exactly. Right. Game master fiat allows him to just shut that down. Um, exactly. Say, okay, all right, well, I'm just going to hand wave this. Yeah, you kill a bunch of gypsies. I don't really want to deal with that. Or, okay, I'm sorry. You know what? This is getting out of hand. It's detracting from the plot or it's detracting from where this game is going. Oh, we're gonna say he could have taken her aside. Anything. Anything. The X card is there for people that don't have the agency or the power to directly affect those things that they want to affect. Yes. But he missed the point, the racial point. He missed it completely yeah. and yep. utterly. It's a great story, though. I, 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 The reason I wanted you to come back on and read that is I think that's a great story. And that's a great example of of people maybe getting the X card wrong mm-hmm. because they think that you have to use it for every outrage. And you don't have to use it for every outrage. You Correct. can see where things go. Yes. And we never did talk about the O card, which is the True. opposite of the X card. But we actually, actually never got around to that. No, but I think that's going to be a different episode because we, we can possibly talk about that card by itself because it's so, so goddamn good. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that in, in the next episode. So until next time, listeners, let's try to have a proper exit this time for the second time in the same episode, which means that we're probably going to fuck up twice in the same episode. Just twice? (laughs) 